0: Welcome to episode number 52 of The Third Power. This is Anthony Avatolo, one of your co-hosts. Also with me is, well, my co-host and very excitable fellow, Usman Jamil.
1: I always feel like I need to be extremely excited, but I'm just like, all right, hey.
0: Well, yeah, I'm just waiting for the one time where you actually are, like, just, like, pumped, you know?
1: I could just, Because yeah. usually
0: I'm like, hey, it's, yeah. here we are, and here's Usman, and you're like, what's, what's up? up?
1: I mean, I could just be like,
0: yeah, cube. Yeah. (laughs) Wow. People are running, ears bleeding.
1: Well, I could always, I could always, like, hopefully Levelator will take care of it. (laughs) (laughs) that in post. Uh, well, we're
0: here today to talk uh, about another new set that we've gotten out. You know, our last episode was about Cons of Tarkir, and we'll talk a little bit more about Cons here in a second. But today, we're here mostly to discuss Commander 2014.
1: That's true. We, uh, it's so weird getting a new set so soon after Cons. But I can't complain because new cards are nice.
0: Right, yeah, new cards are always sweet. Uh, especially when you don't have the specter of has to be not overpowered and standard.
2: Mhm.
0: To wind up with some pretty neat cube cards because being a, being an eternal format, you know, it always takes a, uh, takes quite a bit to break into it. And we had quite a few break in with cons, I think. Uh, and hopefully when we take a look at, uh, Commando 2014, I think we'll, uh, find a few here as well.
1: That's true. So, um, what beverage are you drinking, my friend?
0: Uh, for me, what's in the cup? <laughs> yeah. Uh, is, the tea of sweetness. Oh, based yes. on, since I am in Georgia and I and I just ate a Bojangles, uh I had to because it, it's Bo time. I uh, have myself a little bit of sweet tea here, a little bit of Southern Georgia sweet tea.
1: Nice. How about yourself? So to dedicate to last time, I don't remember when that was—the dandelion and burdock. I oh. certainly remember it. <laughs> oh, do we have another soda? I do. It's. Oh, uh,
0: do we get live tasting on air?
1: We do actually. Oh awesome, sweet. Tell so, us about it. So yeah. it's uh it's an Indian soda called thumbs up. Oh my god. It, thumbs up what? Uh thumbs up not spelled right because T H U M S up, not thumbs up, <laughs> thumbs up, yeah, whatever. Nice. Yeah, I think it was acquired by Coke, but it's a it's an Indian soda. So <laughs> time to try this out, see if I die.
0: Alright, alright. Does it say what kind of flavor it is?
1: Uh I I don't know. This tastes weird. I don't Ooh, know. I don't know. This doesn't taste right. I mean it, it's it's not like it went bad or anything, but I don't know. It says this weird. So the ingredients are carbonated water, sugar, phosphoric acid. Permit, well, so
0: have phosphoric acid, sure.
1: Permitted natural color.
0: Permitted. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> at least it's not the the, the stuff that's not permitted.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I didn't put that in your drink. Thank you, Sub, thumbs up. Caramel, whatever. I don't know. I don't like this. It's better than dandelion and burdock, but I don't know. Well,
0: hey good. It's a step in the right direction, right?
1: Yeah, I think I'm going to... So I had some other tea before. I'm going to drink that, because this is... not I don't know. I don't like this thumbs up. Sorry, Homeland. You, your soda's not good. Mm.
2: Tho-
0: thumb's up. All right. Thumb's up, yeah. Uh-huh.
1: Archangel, Archangel of Thumb's up. Uh uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh. Yes. Alright, so... In this episode, we usually do Crack-a-Pack at the beginning, but I kind of figured... I don't know if this is going to be a new tradition or whatever, but I kind of had the idea of, you know, we always do Crack-A-Pack, but often we don't talk about our impressions of the older sets a lot. We just kind of reference them in passing sometimes, like, wow, Rattlemaster is so good, or something like that. But nothing any like, hey, how have these cards been working for you? Or, hey, how have your opinions changed on so-and-so? So I figured we would do that first. You know, nothing super in detail, because Cons is a huge set, and we got stuff to review. But we got command. We got a new set to review. So, do you want to just run them down? And- well, we can talk
0: about a <clears throat> we can talk about a couple um, from cons, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I, I got to tell you, um, I've been a little impressed with um, Monastery Swiftspear. Yeah, um, I'm not sure it's quite proven itself enough to stay in, but I'm intrigued enough by its results so far to keep it in a while longer. That makes
1: sense. Yeah, and I've been I've been decently impressed with it so far, and it doesn't it's no goblin guide, but you know it. I'm trying to think of how much damage I get with it, and the I don't know offhand, but I would say anecdotally, it feels like the rate that I've gotten from it is usually fine. Same thing with Master of the Way, which I I've I have liked that guy. Like I think I was pretty happy about it in the review, and mm-hmm. I I have liked sure. it. It's been a much better Seeker of the Way.
0: Seeker, Seeker of the Way, yeah, yeah, that's the I was going to say that's the uh, the one I've been uh, playing in some, playing in standard. So
1: you were know, you were on the Jeskai way. I am
0: I am on the Jeskai way. I, I I was playing the Burn deck, you know, for a long time in standard, and this kind of felt like the the next natural evolution of it because I get to play a card that I thought was great when I saw it, and have only been further proven how insane it is. And that's Dig Through Time.
1: Oh yeah, Dig Through like, so good. Uh, Dig
0: Through time, so so Dig Through Time is so good that whenever I cast it and I don't get exactly what I want, I'm actually disappointed because most of the time (laughs) I get exactly what I want. The best
1: best times when that happens is when it's the last two cards or it's the card that you really want is one of those last two. It's like, all right, sure, 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 sure. Oh, sweet. All right.
0: well, it's like, well, it's the pack feeling, right? Like, you open a pack of cards, and, like, you get through the commons or whatever, and you're like, okay, this card. And then you get to the uncommons, you're like, oh, no, I'm definitely taking this card. And then you get to the back of the pack, and there's, like, of a, a foil-like sarkin, and you're like, never mind. <laughs> yeah. Here you go. It, that's the kind of feeling I have a lot of times when dig through time. It's like, okay, like, look at the cards. It's like one, two, three, okay, yeah, good, Five, four, five. Six, okay, I know what two I'm going to take, and you're like, six, seven, these two. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. I, I, and there's so many times too, you know. I've cast it, and it's been like five lands and two spells, and we're like, that was the best thing that could possibly happen because now I'm not drawing those five lands. Mm-hmm. Also, I now have these two spells. Yeah. And uh, we're in a much better position than we were 15 seconds ago. Yep. So, I uh, I've been very impressed. Treasure Cruise, I've I I very much like. Um, I, I I think <clears throat> I think I might have called it kind of the anti or the uh, the Bizarro uh, uh, Ancestral Vision, that's kind of like the opposite.
2: Yeah, yeah.
0: Um, and I've, I'm certainly right about that. One, certainly you want to draw it as early as possible. One, you want to draw it later. But it, it comes online su- surprisingly early sometimes.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: And then sometimes the late game, you're just like, oh, look, I just drew Ancestral.
1: So mm-hmm. we- yeah, it's like, oh. So we were kind of going toe-to-toe, and it's like, oh, hey.
0: Found, found it, oh, oh sh- look, I drew two more burn spells, and you're dead.
1: that's fair. <laughs> have you had much of a chance to play with wingmate rock?
0: No, I do not. I have yet to own a wingmate rock uh i'm in looks like I'm in negotiations online for a foil one, but the price kind of went up pretty quickly, I wasn't able to put put uh put my grubby mitts on one yet oh I'm not sure I want to trade for it at the high price, so uh. And I've only played against it in Standard a couple times. Yeah. Um, But I've been lucky enough to have, like, uh what's the uh, Hush Wing Griff?
1: Oh, right, with the 3 mana one?
0: Yeah, I've been lucky enough to have that every time my opponents cast Wingmate Rock, <laughs> so it hasn't been a problem. Nice. <laughs> Basically, it goes something like this. They're like, Wingmate Rock. They're like, Ray Trigger. And I'm like, in response, oh. Hush Wing Griff. And they're like, okay. <laughs> go and i'm like all right tap like the griff my mantis rider and two other ones stoke your w- wingmate rock they're like huh
1: yeah <laughs> yep. like oh let
0: tap attack you for five in the air <laughs> 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 like huh so nice. not saying that's clouded my experiences because it certainly hasn't i'm sure the card's very good What has your experience been with it so far
1: I don't know, in it has been okay. It definitely is my weakest five, but it's been oh, all sure. right. Sure, I, I think it's certainly behind, like I said, the big three. Yeah. And I think that's the, the the weird thing about that card, but I don't know, it's been all right. Mixed dudes. Mm-hmm. That's kind of what it does.
0: Right. How's the, uh, the, how relevant has the life gain been?
1: Not really. Not too much. Okay. It just kind of does its thing. It's like, oh, here's some, here's some dudes. Here's some birds.
0: I mean, I mean, obviously the the two three four is way more uh, way more impressive than the other stuff. You know what? A card has impressed me enough in it's impressed me enough in standard or in draft rather, and in limited that makes me want to try it in cube because of how big of a ridiculous blowout it is in limited. Hmm. So I I recently played in the GP in Nashville and. Literally, I lost my last two rounds because both of my opponents played two to three copies of this card every
1: game. Jeez. Oh. It's
0: just a blowout. Like, it wasn't just like a one-for-one one blowout. It was like a two-for-one blowout every single time.
1: Jeez. I The only cards I'm really thinking that maybe, like, Flying Crane Technique or... But that wouldn't be... Right. Wouldn't be it. Like, nope. I don't know... Uh Swing and a miss.
0: Feet of Resistance. Oh, oh
1: yeah. That's a nice card.
0: Like, there were so many times where like, the guys would be in combat, I would use my combat trick, and then they would feed of Resistance, their guy, not only counterspelling like my trick, but then also their guy is big enough to then kill my guy, too, because yeah. of the plus one counter, and like, I don't get to, you know, I don't get to kill their guy because it has protection from color. So, like, you know, I would, like, I'll trick with the intention of killing their guy, and they're just like, well, no, I'm going to play this. Maybe I'll kill your guy, too, but actually I just don't take any damage now. This guy doesn't die, and it's bigger for the swing back. And, I mean, one time I had a, you know, like, I had, in my hand was, like, trick removal spell, like, trick burn spell. So I'm like, attack. And they're like block, and I'm like okay trick, and so I'm like all right in response remove your guy, and they're
1: like feeder resistance. Yes, yeah. <laughs> I keep my and I guy. just say
0: so it was like a counter spell, and it wound up killing my guy.
1: mm Hmm. And it's like uh. And
0: it's like ugh, ugh, this is the worst. Yeah. So that I almost kind of want to try, and I kind of like combat tricks anyway. Mm-hmm. I, I don't think we have enough of them because of the quality of removal. But the fact that this thing not only shuts down the removal, but also makes your guy a little bigger permanently, yeah. it makes me want to try it. Yeah, it's maybe it's at least nice. in maybe maybe in the modern cube I'll I'll try it. But I uh I, I've kind of you know I, I've seen enough blowouts that make me want to try that card.
2: Yeah, I get behind that.
0: So I don't know how good it is, but whatever. Also another card that always seems ridiculous to me whenever I cast it, and maybe it's just because of the nature of Constructed, is Disdainful Stroke.
2: Yeah, yeah.
0: Like, all of these awesome cards cost four or more. Mm -hmm. And just to be able to spend two mana and hard counter them?
1: Yeah, like, no Elspeth for you. I mean, no
0: anything for Mm -hmm. you. Like, everything costs, like, four more. Like, it seems like it could be a perfect card for the you know, the uh, Tempo deck.
1: Yeah. I do wonder if, like, the density of already existing two-mana counterspells in cube, and if it just has a hard time breaking through. It's like, well, I gotta kick out uh, I don't know, something. Right. But yeah. yeah it's, I, don't
0: know. I mean, it's... But that card just feels... It's another card that I just, like, sideboard in and, like, with very little hesitation all the time like it's a lot of
1: decks. Just yeah.
2: So, you know. It's
1: like, you're not gonna... <laughs> You're not casting these things right. that matter.
0: How about Murderous Cut? Have you tried got much time in with Murderous Cut
1: yet? I tried it a little bit, and I wasn't too thrilled about it. This, things don't go to the graveyard. I mean, I, I do like a good amount of other Delve cards. Or it just feels like the payoff on this, just on Murderous Cut, just wasn't worth it. Uh, Which is kind of what I kind of thought when I went in. I was like, well, at least Dig Through Time lets you get so many cards in Treasure Cruise, too. But that card, I don't know. Murder's Cut was just kind of... Yeah, I don't know.
0: Anything else you've been impressed with?
1: Uh, I'm just looking through the spoiler. Um, Anything that kind of overperformed? I don't know. Let's see if I can... I
0: haven't tried Ashkald Phoenix.
1: Have you? I did for a little bit, but it's getting cut with this set. I mean, it was pretty good, but I just liked the other cool new red cards that we're getting in this set more. Right. Sorry, oh, sorry. second.
0: Also very, very good. Yeah, War- Mas- Warning Aspint has been outstanding.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, the aspirin. Uh let's see. I'm just scrolling through. Nothing super and I there's not really many multicolor cards. Like I tried Sagumaler just to see how it was, and then just ended up replacing it with you know, something else that's more safe, like uh you know, like Trigon Predator or, or whatever, Mystic. Uh whatever the uh the Cascade Guy Cascade I don't even remember his name now. Shardless Agent, yeah. Yeah, I think, that's I, replaced sweet. It. Yeah, I, think I replaced it with that guy. I'm like, I liked Marler. like it was good, but I mean I just mm-hmm. I was like, alright, so we'll do this now. But nothing else really super super crazy surprising. But uh, uh I think I wanted to like empty the pits, but I didn't end up including it anyway and Sure. It was dis eh, unfortunately. Um I can I'm just I'm just like rapidly scrolling through this list. Uh, Valley Dasher has been really good, but in my Popper Cube,
2: not in my. Oh sure, sure.
0: (laughs) I think uh, Rakshasa Death Dealer, as at least in constructed, has I've watched it be very, very good enough that it kind of makes me want to try it as well as Mm -hmm. part of like the black green like aggressive package.
1: I do wonder if that's better than Putrid Leech though. Yeah, I mean it might be, I don't know. I yeah, I'm not really sure to be. The fact that you can regenerate it is a pretty big deal. Yeah. Yeah, all the artifacts were kind of meh. I don't know, it makes me sad. Yeah, I wasn't a big like fan
0: of those. Like, um, I haven't gotten a whole lot of time on the three color cards yet. Yeah. Because um, you know, I'm 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 trying out uh, Knuckleblade and uh, the Demon uh, and Mantis Rider in place of uh, the Angel for a little while, and unfortunately, I just haven't seen a whole lot of play yet. Mm-hmm. So I don't I don't have anything unfortunately to report quite yet on that.
1: But All right, that works. On Master of the Pearls, I proxied it and was testing it, and I was like, this probably isn't making the grade. And then when I made my quote unquote official upgrade uh, update or whatever, it just didn't make it. Oh okay. That said, it looks really good in foil, as I found Ooh. out uh, yesterday when I saw it in the store. Like the so it has the Jesky logo kind of tattooed uh-huh. on its head, and that part's shiny. Oh, cool. So it looks very good. Unfortunately, just kind of meh. it was kind of what I expected. Less uh, a very awkward mana cost for the aggressive decks. Mm-hmm. It's just five mana to do it. It's just like, oh, that's a that's a lot of mana. Right. But which is kind of unfortunate. Like I think it was I was deciding between Master of the Pearls, Master Pearls, and Seeker of the Way. Okay. And eventually, Seeker of the Way won. Like I've been quite happy with that in my cube so far. So that card- cool. Like, there was a red-white aggressive deck, which somebody drafted. actually had both Seeker and the Swift Spear, and it oh, worked nice. out pretty well there. Uh-huh. So it was pretty good there. It was pretty good. Yep. But, yeah, not too much else. So let us know what you think of this kind of review thing. See so like, if you want us to do this in the future, or, I don't know, stop drinking terrible soda. God, that's, that was so bad. That was that thumbs up was so bad. I mean, were you disappointed? Yeah. The, I mean, what were
0: your expectations?
1: I, I, I swore I had it before, like when I was a kid. I swore I used to have when I, I've had it before, and it didn't taste all sulfurous. I think that's what it kind of tastes like, just oh, this weird okay. kind of sulfurous, kind of weird, kind of m- bad minerally taste. Let me try it again so I can hate myself.
2: <laughs> uh,
1: no. Ugh. No. No, go away. Go away. Thumbs up. <laughs> Nice. But I don't know.
0: Thumbs down on thumbs up.
1: Yeah, thumbs down on thumbs up. So do you want to talk about the, um, cards that got spoiled? Yes, from, uh, the new, the upcoming set, aka Yesova Dragon Claw.
0: Yeah, so that's what? 4-2 Trample, and it has some other, it's got a hybrid ability.
1: Yeah, I should have looked this up. <laughs> I should have brought it up on the spoiler.
0: Right, so it's 2 green for a 4-2 Trample.
1: Yeah. And um, then, it, and
0: then when you whatever it attacks, you can pay one hybrid teamer, hybrid teamer, right? Something I don't think like it
1: that. has to attack, and of course... Well, it's my...
0: one, sorry, it's blue-red, because it's the two colors that he is not
1: yeah. in the clan. So it's... it's like... Let me see if I can bring it up, because of course my internet's being slow now. Uh, tr- 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 at the beginning of combat on your turn, so he doesn't have to okay. attack, cool. uh, you may pay one double-is-it hybrid... If you do, gain control of target creature and opponent controls with power less than Yasova Dragon Claw's power until the end of turn. Untap that creature, it gains haste until end of turn. Yeah, that's pretty nuts, by the way. Yeah, that's that's pretty nice. It, it can't steal other 4-4s, four but you can steal 3-3s. Three right. You can steal guys that might
0: just block him.
1: Yeah. It is a little unfortunate that you can't get, like, a Batterskull Germ or a Wormcoil Engine. Unless, of of the course, way. you
0: know he's wearing his own pants.
1: That's true. He he'd need some big pants to steal a McQuillen. <laughs> but yeah, uh, I I, I think I like this guy. He seems he seems nice.
0: I mean, can you imagine him with like an Norn on your side of the table? <laughs> Granted, we're talking. About <laughs> Just have those kind of thoughts sometimes. Like, what huh, could be an would you like or... to try to play something that I can't steal? Yeah, and then when you steal it. It gets way bigger. Mm-hmm. It, instead of having minus two, minus two, it gets plus two, plus two.
1: It's a giant creature. So I, I like this guy. Like he seems, he seems kind of nice. And Trample's not bad He's, either.
0: Four two for four two Trample for three is fine. Yeah. Like that's a lot. Mm hmm. And
1: it's easy to cast too, right? One green in the cost. Yeah, just just a uh, two and a green. I mean, sold next. Yeah. So there, and there's also the really bad Wrath. I don't it's really bad, but it's yeah, not all good. All
0: dragons
1: will yeah. destroy
0: everything but
1: the dragons. Yeah, like, oh boy. That's...
0: Well, I think this card will be way more relevant when you see a bunch of cards that have the type dragon. Yeah. Because right, so the dragons are only, like, super expensive cards, right? Like, you occasionally have a fledgling dragon or, like, you know, Lorwyn shapeshifters or whatever. Yeah. But. It's a uh, baby
1: dragon. Oh, it's a baby right.
0: dragon. Right. I wonder if you're going to see, like you know, Dragon Guy 2-2 Haste. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. It's going to be, like, cards like that that are a little more aggressively costed at the lower end of the curve that have the type Dragon.
1: Yeah. I mean, granted, it still seems like garbage for Cube. Yeah, I don't think it's good either way. Yeah, it's just like... And, I mean, and 4 mana, or 5 mana, it's just like, no. No. That's no good. It's just sad. Oh, well. So... New set. New commander. Hey.
0: Yeah, and, they, and you know, they, they did a good job of, like, kind of leaking cards out a little bit at a time. And uh, I, think, I think while part of me is a, maybe a little disappointed at the sheer number of cards we get, the fact that we're getting any cards, and the fact that there are lots of juicy reprints in here for people who don't own the cards yet.
1: Yeah, I actually bought a... New commander Wormcoil engine because it's pretty cheap in this set. And I don't, and I don't buy stuff. Like, right. like, I was like, I think it was like eight bucks or something for a store credit. I'm like, okay, that's pretty good. Right. Done. So yeah, that was pretty cool, but so yeah, I was pretty happy with the reprints and it seems like they, they did a lot with the space that they had, which was nice. There aren't many, like there's definitely a lot of cards that are not very good for cube, but you know, who cares? Like, we're not they build for other people.
0: <laughs> right. Like the lieutenant. But I but I still think we have some right, the lieutenant thing doesn't matter, but that's not for us. Yeah. But like I said, the fact that once you take away that has to be okay and standard constraint, uh I, I think we open up some stuff. Let's uh let's go Wooberg order.
1: Alright, that works. So let's if you want, talk
0: uh, let's talk about white.
1: So the way I ordered it in the sheet was I put the planeswalkers first. Do you want to do that or just go?
0: Yeah, sure. We can talk about
1: Nahiri. Ah, uh, Nahiri, yeah, so um, funny thing, when I saw that, when I heard about the card, I made a really awesome joke, which nobody got, of course. It was like, Nahiri, more like, Nihari, am I right? No. Oh. <laughs> so for those playing along, aka everybody, Nihari is, I think it's the the national dish of Pakistan, where it's this, like, broth kind of soupy kind of broth beef uh-uh. stuff. It's very good. But nobody, I would assume nobody outside of Pakistani heritage knows what the hell that is.
0: Right, right, right.
1: So when I made that joke, nobody knew. I, I, I of course, knew this. And I was like... Right. You got a... All you got was a bunch of crickets. Yeah. And I was like, sweet. But I do like telling bad jokes. So so that actually was the intention. Fair (laughs) enough. (laughs) Mission accomplished. Yeah. And, you know, Nahiri. As as soon as I heard that, I'm like, what? Nahari? What? Soup? Plane Talker? What is this? It's like, it's Stoneforge Mystic. I was like... Oh, it's Stoneforge Mystic. Stoneforge
0: Mystic Planeswalker. Yeah. So to hear the Lithomancer, Lithomancer?
1: I, yeah, I don't know. I, I said Lithomancer. I have no idea.
0: Lithomancer. Yeah. Uh, so three, white, white. Uh, three starting loyalty. Plus two, put a 1-1 one, one white core soldier creature token onto the battlefield. You may attach an equipment you control to it. Negative two, you may put an equipment card from your hand or graveyard onto the battlefield or graveyard's pretty neat. And negative 10. Yeah. Put a colorless equipment artifact token named Stoneforged Blade onto the battlefield. It has indestructible, equipped creature gets +5/+5 plus five, plus five, and has double strike and equip 0.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Uh. So
0: <laughs> This card has so many cool
1: points. And it is it's, your favorite card.
0: So I know, and it's like one of my favorite cards. And it pains me to say that I will likely not be including this in my cube.
1: Yeah, yeah, which is weird. Like
0: This card does lots of neat things, but it's definitely... I mean, they did a good job of making this card a commander card, mm-hmm. where there's going to be longer drawn-out games. You can make a theme deck built around it. Uh, obviously, this card's real nice when you get, you know stoneforge in your deck too because even if your equipment gets blown up or countered you can bring it back i mean you get to equip stuff for free and you get to make uh, the
1: the, the stoneforge (laughs) bullet
0: Equip zero yeah plus five plus five double strike
1: so i don't think there was any new equipment in this set Which kind of disappointed me. Yeah, I, well, I
0: thought when, when I saw her, I was like, oh, sweet, we're going to get new equipment.
1: Mm hmm. Oh, there, I guess there's some, but they're not very good for a cube. They're like Assault Suit. Yeah. AKA Have My Guy, or whatever.
0: Assault Suit, which costs like four and three, right? Four to play, three to equip.
1: Yeah, that's kind of, kind of garbo. It's a lot. Any other equipment? Scrolling through strat, yeah, all of them are old. Stratocides, Swift Boots, Sword of Vengeance. Uh,
0: Masterwork nope. of Ingenuity.
1: Yeah, that too, yeah. Is that an equipment?
0: It is technically an equipment card.
1: Can you fetch it with Stoneforge? You sure can. Oh, that's cool. It is an artifact equipment.
2: Ah, that's cool.
0: Let's talk about it real quick since we're here. So Masterwork of Ingenuity is a one-mana artifact equipment. You may have it enter the battlefield as a copy of any equipment on the battlefield.
2: Yeah. yeah.
0: Once again, awesome for Commander... Awesome for Commander. People always have all kinds of equipments that you can copy.
1: Not so much for Cube.
0: I don't like it in Cube very much, even though I really like the card.
1: Yeah. If it had some kind of base mode, I think I would like it, but it's blank if you don't have another equipment, which is so bad. It's like, come on. No. Right. Yeah. But,
0: but once again, very flavorful, very cool, unfortunately just not powerful enough. Especially when you're talking about the white five drop spot.
2: Yeah. Uh, uh,
1: Nahari is
0: quite... White white fours and fives are very, very good.
1: Nahari is itself quite flavorful. Like, if you can have that with some... They usually serve it with, like, lemon and, like, little slices of ginger on the side. (laughs) It's it's quite good. I used to not like it when I was a kid, but I I became not dumb (laughs) as an adult. Oh, who am I kidding? I'm still dumb. (laughs) Nice. Nice. But I, mean, I don't know i I do like that it plus twos to defend itself because you it right. can make it it can make it jump up very quickly and it defends itself kinda but everything else is just kinda bad like the it put a equipment from your hand or graveyard it's like eh i I guess it does something you can cheat out a sword I guess or you know, you can auto equip an, a thing, a dude, it's like, ah, yes, I, I, sure, but how often is that going to happen? So right. it's just like a one ma- ability planeswalker, kind of like a Johnny Goldmane, or Cough in a way, but it just feels like it's a little bit too low impact on that mode, sure. which is unfortunate. It is unfortunate. Yeah. Another card, um, I was going to say, speaking of unfortunate, which doesn't really segue at all. Comeuppance, do you want to talk about that card?
0: Yeah, I mean, it's interesting. So Comeuppance is three and a white for an instant. Prevent all damage that would be dealt to you and Planeswalkers, you control this turn by sources you don't control. If damage from a creature source is prevented this way, Comeuppance deals that much damage to that creature. If damage from a non-creature source is prevented this way, Comeuppance deals that much damage to the source's controller. Very interesting. Very cool. Very flavorful. Very commander. Very hard to compete in yeah. four drops in white in cube.
1: Yeah, that's the...
0: And I, I kind of like the name, too. And, like, the whole wave of reckoning effect is very good.
2: Mm-hmm, stop I mean, you can just
0: let people... Right. Stop hitting yourself. You can... I mean, you can let... The, there are... I mean, this is a blowout card. hmm This is a way to blow people the heck out.
1: Yeah. Like, so, I mean, uh, you're board is getting crushed now, thank you for thank you for playing. knowing oh, and you don't deal damage to me. you're welcome, yeah, I mean shees, yeah. I mean, can you
0: imagine this like even just like playing this i uh, I mean someone like of course, I always think of like the most absurd things, right, so it's like they're like, uh, does Chandra's ultimate deal ten to you and all the creatures? It feels like it does, yeah. Chandra, yeah. Chandra Nalar. Yeah, it's a, Chandra, get your comeuppance. <laughs> no, none of my guys will die, and you will take ten.
1: Yeah, Chandra Nalar deals ten damage to target player and each creature he or she controls. Oh wow! So I want to kill you and your creatures. How about you oh, die? How about you take ten? Wait, that don't don't <laughs> you? Doesn't it do a lot more? Depending on how many creatures they have? No,
0: because it it prevents the damage to you and your Planeswalkers. Actually, I'm sorry, it doesn't actually save your creatures. It only prevents damage to you and your Planeswalkers.
1: Oh, that's still fine. (laughs) Just take ten. Yeah, yeah, whatever.
0: Yeah, it's fine. Take ten. But then also they can't attack you?
1: Yeah. Yeah, because they're not attacking. Stop (laughs) hitting
0: yourself. Stop hitting yourself. I don't know. It's a cool card, but... Yeah, just eh. Yeah,
1: exactly. Just kinda of make right, for a cube.
0: Next is another great card, I think. This one's gonna see some constructed play, at least in sideboards, and that's containment priest.
1: Yeah. That is interesting. So it's a one and a white for a two two flash. If a non token creature would enter the battlefield and it wasn't cast, exile it instead. And it's a bear, right? Yeah, it's a it's a ash coat bear, two mana, two two flash.
0: So like nice reanimator deck. Nice yeah. sneak and show deck. Nice natural order deck. Nice, you know, sneak attack deck. <laughs> yeah. Nice. There, there's a, you know, the list goes on and on. Nice Aether Vial deck.
2: hmm Oh, wow. Yeah? Yeah?
0: The, the the, the hardest thing is that this, you know, shuts off your own Aether Vials, because obviously the the, the deck that this looks perfect in would be in,
2: in Death you know, the
0: Hate Bears deck, right? Like the Aether Vial Hate Bears deck. But That's yeah, all right. Uh, this card's a pretty hateful bear. I don't think we need this kind of card in the cube.
1: Yeah, I I feel like these kind of hate cards, like, I actually, when I looked at the card, of my, it does happen to hose a lot of things, and it feels like a tool to add to your cube if your deck, if your cube needs it, kind of, as balance, or kind of like balancing kind of tool-ish thing. But I looked at, I've been recently recording the decks that have been, you know, 3 0 my cube. Mm. drafts and the last 3 I wasn't able to cube dra- it was like there was one where it had you know one winner and then it was a 12 person pod so it had two pods of 6 so there's a winner for each one and I looked at the 30 decks for them and they didn't really have anything that would get hosed by it like maybe like one or two cards like uh-huh. revel arc it's like okay okay you're playing a card to fight my revel arc or like here's a uh Trying to look at this other deck, it's like, alright, so you stop my... This one deck had nothing. This red-blue deck has nothing. And this red-white deck, what does it have? It makes Parallax Wave better. It, oh my uh, god. Yeah, yeah, it makes Parallax Wave really good. Actually just permanent removal. Yeah, it's just Plaguewind. And it's like, it makes your journey to nowhere a little bit better. It's like, am I, am I sideboarding this in versus anybody even? Like, obviously those are kind of the worst cases, but... Sure. Like, if your opponent has four cheat cards in their deck, would you? Is that, is that good? Like, is it really what you want to do? Like, with your hate I mean, bear?
0: I guess if you're that deck, I mean, but you know, of course, like something like Talia would just be better, right? Like,
1: yeah, it just seems like it's it's one of those cards. that seems like it's easy to sell yourself on. Sure. It just seems like overall, it just doesn't really seem that that great. Like, it just
0: doesn't do enough. I mean, I feel like. It would be very binary. Like, yeah. the decks that it's good against, it's just ridiculous against. Yeah. Like, you just have to kill it. It's kind of like, uh, I mean, there are certain decks, like, you're just like, uh, Gaddicti, go. And they're just, <laughs> just like, well, there goes that game.
1: I was like, scoop. I
0: hope they make a mistake and somehow I'll get this guy
1: killed. Yeah. Or you're playing, you're playing like, deck and they play Vortex and it's like, uh, yeah, that's, that's game, probably. I'm dead now. It's like, yep, and I'm dead. But it just seemed, I wasn't even a big fan of Hushwing Griff, to be honest. Well,
0: uh, I mean, it's fine and standard as a sideboard card, but it's not something I want to play main deck.
1: Yeah, and that's what I had in my, I had that in my cube for a bit, and I was like, I, oh, I, and I, th- I'm pretty sure that Hushwing Griff has more universal application. Sure. We have 2 one
0: like, flyer, too.
1: Yeah, and I was like, uh I mean, there's an argument, too, that it has decent stats, but I mean, it's just that. It's just a, it's Ashcoat Bear. Like, it's okay. Like, it's not, like, I can understand, like, nobody, nobody's jumping for joy at playing whatever youthful night, you know, two right. on first strike for two. It's like, nobody's going, yeah, Woo! Yeah, I'm
2: All
1: getting right. there, boys, but just so, eh, uh, uh, no. <laughs> Alright, let's, uh, let's yeah. move to something else.
0: Hallowed at least Spirit Keeper. We're talking Spirit. about cards that we're not going to include.
1: Yeah, that's true. Hallowed Spirit Keeper. Oh boy, that's a good one. So, one and a white for a three, two. No, 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 it's one white, white. Oh. One white white, sorry. 3-2, creature avatar vigilance. When hallowed spirit keeper dies, put X-1-1 one, one white spirit creature tokens with flying onto the battlefield where X is the number of creature cards in your graveyard. It's a good one. I right,
0: yeah, yeah, I mean, I think this card has the potential to be very, very
1: good. So, when I did my review for it, I was pretty happy with it. And then I sent it off to get edited. And then... I started playing with the card a little bit more and I was like, Wow, this card is definitely better than I thought. Like I thought this card was good, but this card is whew. I like it. Like at first I was like, maybe it's better than Flicker Wisp, maybe not. Yeah, this is better than Flicker Wisp. I definitely like this better than Flicker Wisp. It's really Yeah, I think so. Huh. Like I think it, it stabilizes the boards and at first I was like, Vigilance, who cares about vigilance? It's like brush Rider. Who cares? But the death trigger, like you, you race and they're do they are they gonna attack into this guy? Like no. And most of the time it made it never made just one guy. Mm-hmm. Usually it was at least two. Most of the time like three. It was in a white blue kind of tempo aggressive deck, granted, but okay. and it's also just so dumb if you're curving out too, which is you know obviously the the you know strict. Best case not close catchphrase, mm-hmm. whatever. But you know, you go like dude, 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 and they go wrath you. It's like, alright, so I got three guys now. Is that spirit? Right, the race go? just
0: like right, the race just continues when they sweep you or whatever.
1: Yeah. Like they go you do that, 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 and they wrath you and it's like, alright, uh a Johnny I six. Like a Johnny takes six. Yeah. I, I really liked how he played with anthems too. Just if you sure. got a couple of dudes out and just pumped them, oh wow, that was just stupid. I like this guy a lot. At first, I was like, this card seems good, but it's my weakest three. And I probably would still say it still is, but I do like it. I think it's i think it's a very good card. Cool. Also, it's three power, which is nice. So.
0: Yeah, three power for three is a good place to be. So. Yeah,
1: so I like this guy. So I don't know, what do you think?
0: Yeah, I mean, I'm on board. I'm certainly willing to try him, and it's one of the reasons why I will be purchasing probably the white deck and the uh, red deck will be the two that I will buy. But the white deck's got a lot of neat stuff in it, so... That's true. Yeah, I, I'm going to try it, and I, I have a feeling I'll be happy with it, so... Nice. Just haven't had it, and, uh, you know, I'm not a, I'm not a tester before I have it. Uh, any more white cards you want to talk about here?
1: I think I tried Jazah Goldmane, but... I don't know. Like, I had it, and in, in somebody had it in a good red what, a Boros Aggro deck. Like, its base stats are okay, and then the, the, the rest is just kind of threat of activation, but, like, I don't know if I like that or Sublime Archangel better, and... The day they print a really good four is uh yeah. But yeah, you know, yeah, I liked it. It was okay, but yeah, just kind of eh. I don't
0: know, I've still been very happy with uh, Sublime
1: Archangel, so Yeah, that's a good I mean it's it's quite good, Sublime Archangel.
0: Alright, let's uh move on to Blue, and Blue didn't get very many toys this time.
1: Yeah, it got the first spoiled card, uh Teferi Temporal whatever, Temporal Archmage. Yeah, what is this guy even called? Who cares? <laughs> Teferi Planeswalker. Let's call it that.
0: <laughs> he is Teferi Temporal Archmage. Yeah. He is uh four blue-blue, five loyalty, plus one, look at the top two cards of your library, put one of them in your hand and the other on the bottom, minus one, untap up to four target permanents, and minus ten, you get an emblem with, you may activate loyalty abilities of Planeswalkers you control on any player's turn, any time you can cast an instant.
1: Oh boy. So, I don't know, it just seems I like I tried this card pretty hard when it was spoiled because hey new card, but it just for 6 mana it was definitely like one of the worst cards that I could have had. Like even 6 is a lot. Yeah, 6 is definitely a lot. Like it it de- if when you untap with it, it felt nice, you know, when you could go, okay, I'm untapping all the things, but it, it's still 6 mana in blue and it just felt like the other things were just better. Sure. So it's just going to... And you can draw, which is cute, but I don't know, I didn't really care.
0: I mean, the Untap 4 is nice. There's yeah. certainly lots of applications for that. I mean, it gives you another way to... Uh, if you're a Time Vault player, it gives you another way to interact with that as well. Yeah. At least for, I mean, you get, what, five untaps out of it? You get, you can't win in five extra turns? What are you doing?
1: Uh, you uh, you rouse Eric. and you...
0: <laughs> Right. So, you know, there's... So there's certainly some application, but once again, much better in Commander than I think it is actually in Cubes, just too much.
1: So the other other card you're really thinking about is... Person- Reform. Oh, yeah, yeah. Good old- I think
0: Reform is the other uh, somewhat interesting card, and that's the three and a blue, zero, one, when it dies, get a three, three, when that dies, get a six, six, when that dies, get a nine,
1: nine. Yeah, uh, so target player cast mode. It's interesting, right.
0: You get a moat, I mean
1: it's like a rector
0: right academy rector is uh certainly does does yeah. that job a little a little a little bit,
1: yeah, I don't know, it just feels like competition four like honestly what well, we've gotten
0: some we've gotten some good fours out of blue recently too, so yeah, but uh, you know, I don't know, it's interesting, but I don't think once again I don't think it's good enough,
1: no, which is sad. So. Oh well. Oh well. Yeah. So black cards? Alright. So
0: So black cards we can start with Obnixilis. Planeswalker Obnixlus. Of the
1: black oath.
0: <laughs> Planeswalker of the Black Oath.
1: Yeah, it's such a such a phone I don't know, that name seems kinda of phoned in.
0: Alright. So uh Ob is a five mana, so three black black, uh for three loyalty. Plus two, each opponent loses one life, and you gain life equal to the life lost this way. Not particularly impressive in 1v1, but very good in Commander. Here's where it gets neat. Minus two, put a 5-5 black demon creature token with flying onto the battlefield. You lose two life. Mm Mm-hmm. And minus eight, you get an emblem with one and a black, sacrifice creature. You gain X life and draw X cards where X is the sacrifice creature's power. So while I'm not that impressed with the first ability, second two abilities are pretty good. Admitted, yeah. you have to use,
2: Uh-oh. use
0: the first ability a lot, which is kind of mediocre to get to the third one. But the get two five fives over yeah. three turns, yeah, that's pretty good.
1: Yeah, I I definitely like like this guy. He's fives. It's a weird slot because fives in. Black are pretty shallow as, and they don't really have many good planeswalkers. Uh huh. So it's kind of an interesting slot. But I do like this guy. It's kind of like a, kind of like Liliana Vess, or Liliana the Veil is a edict plus whatever. Let le uh-huh. you know, it's an edict that leaves a planeswalker behind. It's kind of like that where you get a 5-5 flyer that leaves a planeswalker behind. Right. But it's, uh, yeah, and like I said, the plus ability sucks. It's not very good. It's plus two, which is nice, but. You ain't playing it for that. You're playing you're doing this to make demons. Right. So I I don't know, I like this guy. I I think I've had him and it definitely is one of those cases where like you make a demon and it's just like, alright, come at me, bro. I'm making another one. <laughs> Unless you can deal with this.
0: Right, like here's a five five, alright, we're gonna take it up, here's another five five. Hopefully that would be good enough.
1: Yeah. Two five five wires. <laughs> yeah. So, and, and I would assume, yeah, most, yeah, it seems like it is, yeah. I I'll I'll like pretty cool. I like this guy.
0: I will certainly be trying him. Alright, how about Flesh Carver?
1: I like this card a lot.
0: So, Flesh Carver is, uh, two and a black for a two, two, intimidate. Uh, one and a black, sacrifice another creature to put two plus one plus one counters on Flesh Carver. When Flesh Carver dies, put an XX black horror creature token on the battlefield where X is Flesh Carver's power. So it basically replaces itself when it dies.
1: Yeah, like a rot lung reanimator type of guy, essentially.
0: And you know, and it checks the last known power too. So I mean, if it dies with a with pants on it, you're gonna get a bigger guy to replace it.
1: Get war gear on it and then have it. And then remove it. Yeah.
0: For some reason.
1: <laughs> now I've got a five-five thing and a grafted war gear. That's fair. So,
0: yeah, I kind of dig this card. Black threes are a little weak, yeah. uh, in general. So I think there's some room for, there's some room for improvement. I think this guy might be decent. Um, Intimidate, you know, it's got some removal. I'm not, I'm not super thrilled about the, uh, the Grey Ogre body. But it's certainly in, this is really going to shine in those kind of sacrifice ability decks. So, you know, we have like that spare grave crawler hanging around, or you have a land drop to make and, you can still attack with your uh
2: blood vampire
0: dude or your blood guest anyway. Or maybe you just do it like post-combat just to get it in and bring it back. Or, uh you know, reassembling skeleton at the end of a term and you have some mana lying around. So you're just like, well,
1: let's grow my dude and get my guy back. Mm-hmm. I do like how this also lets you get value out of the guys who may have been outclassed. It's like, all right, I have this uh, guy. I have this big, dumb guy. It's like, all right, so you're going away now. <laughs> you're going to get it. Well, I like
2: eaten.
0: the fact too, that it's basically two of the same card. You know, that mm-hmm. you get two copies of it. Yeah. Because you're going to get, you know, uh, the, the creature token to replace it, so.
1: Yeah, and the, 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 whatever the horror doesn't have, intimidate, but whatever. You're getting a guy. Yeah. And, oh, okay. I like it. Yeah, cool. I
0: mean, I, I think uh, too many people don't play... Um, Life zombie?
2: I think yeah, that's that card a nice is card.
0: underrated by a lot of people. Like if you were just like, hey, it's a three one intimidate and you just get to look at your opponent's hand. Mm-hmm. And it's got, you know, minor zombie tra- you know, tribal stuff, you'd be like, Yeah, okay. And then yeah. like, oh wait, by the way, you might just be able to just remove a card from their hand from the game.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. And your phynx is gone. How do you like that? Right, yeah. So you know, that's cool. I kind of dig it. Anyway, Ghoul Hauler, Ghoul Collar Gisa. Yeah, it's all yeah. slow. That's the that's my review of it.
0: Well, the fact that it's got a, it's a tapping ability too.
1: Yeah, yeah. I think that you need a turn to to get that going is just a little clunky. Right. A malicious affliction, which sounds like I don't know some metal lyric of some kind. Uh, double black instant destroy target non-black creature, but it has morbid. When you cast Malicious Affliction, if a creature died this turn, you may copy it and may choose a new target for the copy.
0: Huh. So you get to just double Doomblade if it's got a Morbid trigger.
1: Yeah, so... Yes,
0: yeah, this, this card could be a pretty big blowout.
1: Uh, yeah, I kind of like this card. I, I wasn't able to get a week of testing because I wanted to finally get my Popper Cube drafted. There's only six people, and I was like, uh, let's quick Popper Cube <laughs> to try this well, out.
0: And this card, too, can be such a bait card, right? I mean, there's, once again, you're in the, you're in a color that has ways of sacrificing things, of setting up your own morbid triggers,
2: mm-hmm. and
0: then, like, you know, there's, there's always that tension, too, of, well, I'm going to attack with this guy, oh, he just might kill my two best things if I block it.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it makes the, yeah, it makes bluffing very interesting, too, it's like, I'm attacking with this, uh, whatever, this tutu, the zombie, right. and you have a, whatever, you have a big guy, like a... Sun Titan or something. It's like, you want to block? All right, you want some of this? It's like, nope, I guess I. I guess I'll block. It's like, alright, Plague thank you thank like, you. Right, exactly. You're like, er, uh, er, uh, catch ya. And it's even nice on defense. Like, it's, it, there's definitely a cost to doing, you know, of one in a black versus double black. But it feels like, I don't know, it feels like that tends to get overrated. Sure, and, you know,
0: well, I recently cut, uh, I did cut the, uh, the burn spell from my cube, the morbid burn spell.
1: Oh yeah, brimstone volley. Yeah, um,
0: just for not doing five often enough. Mm-hmm. Um, some setup or some athletics to go through. This card is black, black for a doom blade is only slightly below what we're perfectly fine with running
1: now. Yeah, and that's kind of like if you that's on it. yeah, like if you're casting brimstone volley or tragic slip without morbid. It's it's not good. It's very not good. It's like oh, I think
0: that more applies. to... I mean, tragic slips just fine. They're like play this one drop, and you're like,
1: yeah. But I mean, if they don't have a lot, another thing too, which kind of annoyed me with those cards is they are not very good at getting getting rid of blockers. This card's right. quite good at that. Like I'll just yeah,
0: your card does play can play offense as well.
1: Yeah. Or it's like, I'm going to attack with all these. You got a chump? Here's my chump attack. Here's my rabble Master, guys. It's <laughs> also as Master. Oh my goodness. But yeah, I I like this card. It's yeah, been it's it's pretty solid. Uh, anything else What's this Wake the Dead? I have no idea what to think of that card, but I don't think I like it.
0: Alright, so Wake the Dead is X black black, instant, cast only during an opponent's turn, so it's obviously a combat trick, return X target creature's target creature cards from your graveyard to the battlefield, and then sacrifice those creatures at the beginning of the next end step. So it's basically a giant combat trick to rebuy all your guys, to come into play, and sneak attack your, guy, your opponent's guys. Um, obviously, this card's insane if you have anything with Undying or oh. uh, the other one, the Persist. first one. Persist.
2: Yeah.
0: Um, or, you know, oh, I don't know, a Drifter. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. I'll draw two. I'll come, you know, or, you know, there's, I, I feel like there's lots of ways, there's lots of good opportunities for this card to be good. Yeah. Insofar that, I, I'm, I, but I, but I'm not convinced of what deck it goes in.
2: Yeah, that's the rub.
0: I feel like this goes in the value cube for sure.
2: Mm-hmm, like I think
0: where everything's like a two for one or whatever. Yeah or this goes this is like a perfect card for that cuz this card could have so much value. I mean, I'll bring back my Flame Tongue Kavu and I'll bring back my
1: Flame Tongue Kavu you know, Drifter,
0: yeah. and you know or I'll bring back this clone and copy this thing. You know I anyway, mean? like there's a lot of opportunities here for really really neat stuff to happen. So I think this card is very interesting. I just don't know what kind of deck I would want it in.
1: Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. Yeah, just like, do I want this in my...
0: Once again, this is a perfect card for Commander, right? Because sometimes you just want value.
1: Yeah, I would guess probably like the green-black mid-range deck would want that card. That seems like the best use out of it.
0: Right, because you can jump all your value guys back into play and...
1: Like here's my stomp Aller or whatever. Here's my wicker bow and this right, and this and this.
0: Here's my four four that, I'm, that I gain for when it comes into play. And here's my deranged hermit that comes along with four friends that get to stay and play. And mm-hmm. ooh, what if you brought back like your hooded? I guess hooded hydro wouldn't do anything because you wouldn't have any counters on it. So oh. I think of what else you can get a benefit from when it would die?
1: Flesh carver. Ooh.
0: What about uh what, oh flesh carver? Yeah. What about uh uh revelark?
1: Oh, yeah, Revelark, that would be nice. Revelark would be quite sweet. <laughs> get all the guys back.
0: <laughs> all right, and they're back for good this time. Wee. They're like, hey, let's bring back my, you know, this guy to make some tokens, and this thing too, and nothing go, away. Well, no, no, they're back again, and get some more tokens, and get some
1: more, eee. I don't know. All the things. Yeah, I don't know. It just kind of, I don't know. It seems like it needs a bit of a dream scenario to make it worthwhile. Sure. In cube, which is unfortunate. But but
0: this is a pretty neat
1: commander card. Agreed. I All
0: right. So uh,
1: red. Red. De, let's talk about the ready. Yeah. The ready scrap savant. That's a little bit of a tongue twister. So three in a red for three loyalty. Discard up to plus two. Discard up to two cards. Then draw that many cards. Oh, so you have to discard first. That's that's even worse. Sacr right. minus two. Sacrifice an artifact. If you do, return target artifact card from your graveyard to the battlefield. So I think that's trash for treasure or something. Right. And then minus ten, you get an emblem with whenever an artifact is put into your graveyard from the battlefield, return that card to the battlefield at the beginning of the next end step. I don't, It's even worse than I thought, honestly, because I didn't know you had to discard first. <laughs> I thought you just drew. I thought it was like Rouse Eric, where you just draw two discard. I'm like,
0: okay. that's... Eh, it's okay. Well, and you only draw as many cards as you discard.
1: Yeah. That's true. So... I don't know. I, it just feels like... I don't think I like this guy.
0: Not not at the the red four spot.
1: Yeah. Like, it just feels like there's so many non-aggro cards I want in red, and then what this is just very niche, and it just seems like it's...
0: Right. And, I mean, I understand they're trying to identify another... uh God, identify another identity, <laughs> uh, uh, give red another identity, you know, that this goblin welder, you know, the goblins like artifacts type thing, which I kind of dig, but I, I, I just don't think we're really there yet when it comes to cube to make this guy worth
1: running. Yeah. It's, maybe uh-oh. you have a few
0: artifact theme. It's neat or whatever, but I, I like other artifact having to do with red cards better than this one.
1: Yep. Pretty much. There's a couple of other, I mean, the other two red cards I think are better, I think, for diversifying red, so to speak. Correct. Yeah, like Dualcaster Mage.
0: Yeah, Dualcaster Mage is sweet.
1: One and double red for a 2-2. Flash, when it enters the battlefield, copy target instant or sorcery spell, you may choose new targets for the copy. So, it's funny, with Howl of the Horde from the last set and being kind of eh. And this card... I really like this card. It's, so I had it in a, like a red-blue deck. Like a red-blue aggressive tempo burn deck. Uh-huh. And so the first match I had, I had it versus on mid-range. And I got him to six. And I went lightning bolt, this guy kill you. Nice. Yeah, so it was pretty nice there. Um, match two, my opponent The first game, I was stumbling on mana, and then he mind-twisted me for a bunch, and I died. And then game three, he mind-twisted me for everything but one card. And I go, okay, uh, you lose your hand now, (laughs) because I'm forking this back to you. Nice. And then we play top deck, but my deck was just better at top decking. Sure. And he died. So I don't it just... I've heard some arguments how it's not really good in the red, like the red aggressive deck. I don't know if I necessarily agree with that. Like, I think it's fine in most red decks. Sure, it's definitely better in the like, Boru, you know, in the mid-rangey kind of decks that capitalize on spells and removal and things like that. But I definitely like what that card does, even just combining with Burn.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I think it's just a very good card, and especially since you can capitalize on your opponent's spells. Like, okay, I'm a Sphinx's Rev for five. Okay, so am I. And right, I'll spend three mana <laughs> to do it. That's that's right. Fair.
0: Yeah, I certainly think that it's, it's got more play than what it's being seen because I think there are a lot of spells that your opponents cast that you might want to cast that you might want a copy of too.
1: Mm-hmm. You know, like also, one, one when other. Just wait,
0: they're like, wait till their ancestral unsuspends.
1: Yeah, it's like okay, I'll draw three too. That's I'll that's take cool. one of those as well. One thing I think is also interesting is it's as assuming I know the rules correctly, it's nice versus counter spells because you can that you cast whatever. and Of course, this assumes you have a lot of mana. You cast your spell and they counter it. They go like counterspell. You clone their counterspell to copy the counterspell. That works, right? right? Yeah. Uh-huh. So you can do that to fight counterspells, which is cool. Which is not something red aggressive decks really want. They're not gonna play blue element red elemental blast, but you know you copy their counterspell. That's cool.
0: Right. Helps push through, and then you you still wind up with a two-two for your uh, for your trouble as well.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So yeah, the two powers know, not bad. Yeah, like, not I, bad. I like this card. I think people who wanted it to be better are just being greedy.
1: If apparently, it was going to be a red shifted Snapcaster mage, according to one of the developers, like Dave Emmons or something. Yeah, holy crap. Yeah, that would have been dumb. That's not going to happen now. But, I mean, so. it's still good. Like, I definitely like the card as is. Like, even. Yeah. I'll pro- I might. I know I posted in the article that I did for this, but, you know, I it was like a red blue deck with just a bunch of burn. I saw it early ish in the draft. I was like, all right, I need to. At the end of, I think, one of the packs, I didn't really have the burn suite that I wanted, and then the second and third, I was like, all right, all right, we time to go into gear, and I was like, searing blood, searing blaze, lightning bolt, all this burn, I'm like, okay, we got there, <laughs> and then right. it was just ridiculously good, so... Yeah, I, I like this card a lot. And the double red, I don't think, is that bad, honestly. Like,
0: that's no, fine. I think, I think that's often a bit uh, overstated as well. Speaking yeah. of double red...
1: Oh, yeah, Feldon. Feldon of the third path. I like this card, too.
0: Yeah, this card's neat. This card is the kind of effect I want from the red artifacty decks. Uh, so Feldon is a 1-red-red red for a 2-3 legendary creature. Um, has an activated ability of 2 and a red and tap. Put a token onto the battlefield. That's a copy of target creature card in your graveyard, except for that's an artifact in addition to its other types. It gains haste sacrifice it at the beginning of the next set step. Yeah. So it's actually just reanimate, I reusable reanimate in red or, you know, for like a one turn or a corpse dance yeah. or whatever.
1: I was going to say like shallow grave, I guess. Is that the card?
0: You no, know, but you get to do it on the same thing over and over again.
1: Yeah. It doesn't go away with so many of those cards. Right. It's like, Okay, you get your worm coil. Nope, nope, that's it. Once that's it.
0: I would like a copy of Muldrifter attack you for two next turn. I would like a copy of Muldrifter. Mm-hmm. I would like a copy of Flame Tongue Kabu. Okay. I would like a copy of Flame Tongue mm-hmm. I would like a copy of jeez. I mean there's the list goes on and on of like all the value creatures that we could uh you can get a lot of a lot of mileage on.
1: It's only your graveyard, but I think that's still fine. Like fine. whatever. Who cares? Yeah, just just. I mean, play like creatures, it, they'll die. Yeah, and I think
0: and it's a nice. It anyway.
1: It's a nice casting cost at three, like Ghoulcaller Gisa, five mana just felt like a little bit too much for a deal with this or die creature. But three mana's is fine, I think, for that. I think that's the about the sweet spot for one of those kinds of creatures where it doesn't do anything when it comes into play, but it has a tap ability, but. Like Ghoul Collar and whatever, Stitcher Girl for a bit too much. But three is fine, I think, for that. So I think this so, is fine.
0: Yeah, card sweet.
1: Yeah, just play in your mid range decks, don't play in your aggro decks, because if you do, then don't do that. Please, please don't do that. So <laughs> I like cool. this
0: card. Yeah, I like this I like this card too. Yeah. Alright, moving on. So green Green. So we
1: have Frees.
0: Alright, so it's what? Frailice Lanoir's Fury. Yep. So three green green, three loyalty. Plus two, put a 1-1, one, one, basically, Lanawar Elf into play.
1: Yeah, you get a Lanawar Elf. Uh,
0: minus two, destroy target artifact or enchantment. And minus six, draw a card for each green creature you control.
1: Yeah, I actually quite like this card. I think it... It feels like it's a bit underrated, and... I don't know if you want me, if you mind if I soapbox for a little bit? Yeah, I mean,
0: tell me, tell me a little bit about it for sure. Okay, so I've... A, but we don't get to talk about... If you, if you want to soapbox, we don't get to talk about bad cards that we're not including
1: oh. for very long. Can I soapbox it's... about Nihari anymore? <laughs> I like the ginger. The ginger <laughs> is great, by the way. So, it was one of those cards, I think uh, Cranny just texted me out of the blue when the card was previewed. He's like, wow, this card seems really good. I'm like, yeah. I mean, I, I saw it before. And uh-huh. I saw the card, I'm like, this seems quite good. I don't know if I'm just crazy. And I was like, wow, this card is quite good. So... I've had a few reps with it, and it's definitely been good. And I also got some really ugly Lana to go with this for my cube. <laughs> nice, A nice revised ones. Yeah, revised. I was like, I have four fourth-ed ones. I'm like, no, no, we're going full ugly. We're going revised edition. So I don't. I really like this card. It's. I feel like one of the things that it kind of reminded me of when people were evaluating it was they were focusing too much on the mana ramp aspect. Uh uh-huh. It was like, well, I pa- cast this thing for five mana. And I make a dude, and so I'm ramping, but I'm ramping into a seven drop or something like that. Is that and that's not very good. But I think in that part of the conversation is missed that it's just making dudes and plusing two. Mm-hmm. And that's huge. Like it's definitely getting a bunch of value. And the minus ability is definitely not awful either. Like I it felt like almost like primeval Titan when that first got, you know, when people were evaluating that were like, well, I get two lands and what is my mental path leading me to? What are the best lands to get in Cube? Library of Alexandria, and that that land sucks. Or dual lands, and those those aren't very good either. So and also ramps me, but it ramps me in my nine drops and nine drops. You were not playing much of those. So why am I playing primeval titan? But it felt like there was missing other parts of the puzzle. Like you're not casting nine drops, you're casting you're dumping your fours and fives out. And kind of like with Fraley's where it's like, I'm not ramping, I'm making dudes that block. Right. And then just, ulti- like, the ultimate's not bad. Most of the time when I've been playing it, it's just like, make a dude. All right, jump blocks. All right, so, and also another thing about the minus two is it almost acts like a seal of whatever. Like, you want to play a Batter Skull for five mana against this thing when you can't bounce it? Okay, good job.
0: Right, right, just like Breck Walls a lot of potential plays much like Tiger mm-hmm. predator does
1: yeah yeah and so it's just like well you're not doing that granted i think her worst mode is if you have to cast it and then naturalize something on a board that can kill her that's fine so is lots of things you know just like ultimating right. if like,
0: you're doing that though it means that that thing is a big problem whatever it is that you're talking about
1: yeah like it's a sword or a batter skull or something bad but yeah, I really like this card. I don't know how it stands with regards to other green fives like Deranged Hermits. I don't really care though. I like this card a lot.
0: Yeah, I'm definitely uh I'm definitely willing to try it out cuz it does seem uh, interesting to me.
1: So. Yeah, like well, I unfortunately,
0: unfortunately like I said I haven't haven't played, you know, with it at all, so and actually didn't really think about this card that much. But as I'm sitting here looking at it, I'm like, yeah, I can see where
1: this card's good. She's got an eye patch, man. That's kind of cool. That's true. One thing, and and you may be thinking, and I was actually thinking about it, too. I'm like, why do I like Frailies, but I don't like Nihari? And I'm like, well, Nihari's other abilities just aren't very good, other other abilities other than making dudes. It's like, well, this one at least taps, which is okay. Like, you can disenchant, and it's draw ability isn't hard to get to. Oh. And that, you draw like three cards, that's pretty good. And she stays right. alive, too, which I think is an intentional design for, you know, Commander. So yes. you can't just go and, like, plus it, kill it, alright, get it back, plus it, kill it, you can't just suicide Right, right, it. right. Which I think works well in cubes, so you can just plus it, plus it, you know, draw however many cards, and then do that again. Granted, there are times when the ultimate sucks, but who cares? Ultimates doesn't really matter. In the grand scheme right,
0: of yeah, that, these ultimates aren't necessarily... All the ultimates so far really aren't game winners, necessarily. Like, I think the closest one to a game winner seems like the uh, double-strike free 5-5 five five sword.
1: Oh, yeah, the Stoneforge Blade or whatever.
0: Like, I mean, using... You know, using uh, your planeswalkers or whatever is pretty absurd, but... That's a long road to hoe before you get there.
1: Yeah, and I feel and,
0: like... You yeah. know, and some of the other ones that I haven't been super impressed with, like, oh, like, the uh Duretti one. But this one, you know, I mean, the fact that it's designed and you can get to it in a couple turns and probably peel you three cards or so, I mean, it, it can just be an engine, right? Just a value engine. You're just like, dude, dude, cards, dude,
1: dude, cards. like, mm-hmm. yeah. So Yeah, I, I've definitely liked it so far. And I asked the person who drafted, he was actually in that obs on deck, the guy who I beat round one. I'm like, so oh, what okay. you think? He's like I'm like I think I text him like I'm assuming it ne- those guys never tapped for mana and it didn't matter, correct? Right. He's like, Yeah. I'm like like called it Right. Starts sweet. Alright, what so, else So uh do? there's some crappy cards in green, but we can talk about the ones that matter. Like Song of the Dryads.
0: Yeah I like so Turn to
1: Log. Yeah, Turn to Log, yeah. That was
0: <laughs> I think Turn the Frog is is actually in the blue deck.
1: Yeah. I hope it is. I'm I think so. Know. Turn the Frog, I think it was yes. there. Nice. Turn
0: the Frog is in the blue deck. I don't know why this is not Turn to Log. Yeah. Somebody goofed. But so, I do like Song of the Dryads a lot.
1: Yeah, I think I like this card too. It's another one of those cards that deals with things that matter. You know, it's like, oh your Jace is gonna stop my green ramp deck. Okay, it's a Trino.
0: Right. So for people who don't know, Song of the Dryads is two and a green. Enchantment, which is an aura. Enchant permanent. The enchanted permanent is a colorless forest land.
1: Yep, that's it. Turn to log. You are now a tree. You are a tree. Ask me if I'm a tree. Are are you a tree? Oh, now I am. Oh, okay. (laughs) So I, I don't know, honestly, if I like this better than Beast Within. I think I like this better. I, I certainly do. I, 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 I feel like I've kind of warmed up to Beast Within lately, just in the kind of green ramp decks that can brick wall to 3-3 and it has instant speed. But this is, I think this is better, but, like, being able to, all right, so you're going to Jace, huh? No. You you do not get, right. it, it can ramp them, too, but that doesn't, like, that doesn't really matter. Right. And yeah. also stops creatures, too, which is sweet. No Jace for you. Yeah, no Jace for you, no uh, Elishnorn. You better draw, you better draw a bunch of good things from your Gristle brand because now he's just a tree. So I, I don't know. I like
0: yeah, it. I like this card a lot. Yeah, it's pretty And smart. I feel like it's a pretty close to an auto include.
1: Yeah, I can see that. It might be the best card in the set or close with uh, whatever, the uh, flesh carver or whatever, but it's it's quite good. But yeah, I like this card. There's some other kind of meh cards like Siege Behemoth and whatever. Uh, lifeblood zombie, or lifeblood hydra. It feels like it's the X triple green one, where when it dies, it's trample, gets X counters, when it dies you gain life, and draw cards equal to its power. I think I tried it for a bit and it was just, it was okay, but I don't know what, like, what mana do you want to cast this thing on?
0: Right, at what point along the curve is this something you want to be doing?
1: Yeah, it's like, I can cast it for four
0: yeah I don't have an answer for that, however, as I look through as we're sitting here and we're going through all these a lot all these decks have a lot of great cube cards in them mm-hmm. yeah so i mean if you're you know the person uh, a person who looks and wants to uh pick up some cards for your cube there's a there's a lot of value to be had there's a lot of good cards in there i mean there's a priest of titania in the green deck,
2: yeah, yeah,
0: I mean that card like Used to be really expensive, just regular ones.
2: Mm -hmm.
0: Like foil ones that are pretty ridiculous. And it's got an Imperius Perfect. Oh, yeah. I I mean, it's got some, you know, it's got a little bit of heft to it, you know? Collective Unconscious, Beastmaster Ascension. uh, And this is just the, you know, the green deck, right? Like the Goonie Green deck. Mm -hmm. Um, Titania. Right. uh, Rampaging Balos, which is fine, you know? Yeah. Uh, Nasty Terastes
1: in here. What do you think of Titania, by the way?
0: Uh, so though it's a five three for three and two green. When it enters the battlefield, return target land card from graveyard to the battlefield. Meh. Whenever a land you control is put into a graveyard, put a five three.
1: Meh. Like, what do you think of it as a build around card? Like, it's obviously pretty meh in just an in, mo- in like an average ramp deck. Like, do you think of it as good enough in kind of like Crucible of Worlds? Do you think it's good enough as a build around card? I feel
0: like. This card would be absurd in a deck with dust Ball.
2: <laughs> wow. Yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah. But like, it's also like really dirtly and really slow. Yeah. However, like, I mean, there's there's a lot of value to be had from this. I mean, so so this is a good card for like a Life from the Loam deck, right? Hmm. I mean, if you have any way to sacrifice lands at all, but, like, life from the loaming, like, you're a strip mine back every turn, and not only are you strip mining, you know, working on a strip mine lock, but you're getting five threes?
1: Yeah. and that definitely, Maybe
0: that's a, that's a win more, but, like, maybe even just wastelanding a couple times is pretty good, like...
1: I don't think it's a win more, I think it just, like, sometimes but I guess you can... You know, just kind of getting a board say where nothing really happens is like, all right, I'm stopping you. All right, all right, I'm stopping. you. Right, you, you can all certainly right. gain a lot. I just, you know, it's intentionally
0: very vulnerable to every single removal
1: spell. Yeah, yeah, that's the awkward thing. Yeah, so I don't know. I I, I feel like it it's feels interesting, like, though. yeah, it's definitely interesting. But I don't know. I just kind of, uh, not too much else. Creeper Hulk. It feels like it might be okay, but still, eh, I don't know. Yeah, that's uh, that's, a little that's early. Yeah, green. So I guess that's green. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so red or not? Red.
0: So, so Flamekin Village is like the reveal an elemental mountain. Yeah. Uh, but it also has red and tap it to give something haste.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, well, it's interesting. I mean, it's I a mean, it's a decent red utility r- land. Right.
0: It's just right. It's a decent red utility land that. You know, unfortunately, I don't know how many. I'd have to do an elemental search, but I have feeling, you know. Oh, if it's ent- this were a, If this were a warrior land, we would be much happier
1: with it. It's entering the battlefield tapped, pretty sure. I'm going to look in my red because I actually have my cube um, sorted. So I have one elemental that yep, I'm not even sure is going to stay in my cube ingot chewer. <laughs> sure. <laughs> and. Uh. What? Chandra's Phoenix isn't an Elemental Phoenix? That's a little disappointing. Oh, it's Phoenix? I thought it would be an Elemental. It seems like it would be. Uh, Elemental Cat, Blistering Fire Cat, yeah. Oh yeah, okay. Fire Cat. Uh, is that it? Really? Just two? Oh! Hellspark Elemental, yeah, three. Alright, so got three. That's a whole lot of
0: elementals. Not not a lot. No. So so that's a little bit of a drag.
1: That is. Which I think is the big, the big
0: drag behind it. Uh, what else do we have?
1: Uh, unstable obelisk, more like uncastable, unplayable obelisk, lol. Not really, but I don't think it's that great. So three, artifact, tap it to add a mana, and then you can spend seven, and then tap it, and sacrifice it to destroy target permanent.
0: Yeah, that seems like a lot.
1: Yeah, I, when it was previewed, um, Ethan Fleischer, the guy, you know, developer, was like, "Sometimes we print things to give colors outside of the color pie, you know, access to things, but we have them do it inefficiently." Uh huh. And yeah, this is kind of like that, where it's mana acceleration, but it's not very good at it, and then it, it vindicates, but it's not very good at that either.
0: I feel like this card. I mean, and maybe this is me being idealistic, but I felt like if the Sacrifice one didn't require tapping. Yeah, this would be so much better.
1: I think so. Just just like mana.
0: tightening it, tightening it up by one mana, I think would be a huge difference.
1: Yeah, yeah. I just don't think. I mean, yeah. Just I don't know. I don't like. The, I don't like this card really. Just seems like it's way too much mana. Myriad landscape. Let's see if I can find that one. So Is that's that the land? yeah. It's the one. It's the verge where you can get oh, a yeah. like, single basic. Okay. Sure. Yeah, so, enter the battlefield tapped, tap for per mana, and then two, and then sack it. Two-tap sack, search your library for up to two basic land cards, Let's extra land your type. type, yeah, and then have them enter the battlefield. It's, it's, it's slow card advantage, which is kind of cool, but it just feels, I don't know, well, too clunky. uh uh-huh. And Crown of Doom, which I think is, in, is, is interesting, which is code word for I'm probably not going to put this in my cube. <laughs> I don't know.
0: For a play tester. Yeah. Or a skill tester,
1: rather. I don't know if I did skill tester, but I mean... So, it's three mana artifact. Whenever a creature attacks you or a planeswalker you control, it gets plus two, plus zero until under turn. Two mana, target player other than Crown of Doom's owner gains control of it, activate this ability only once per turn. So, in 1v1, you give a... Well, only, only during,
0: during your turn.
1: Only during your turn, So, when
0: yeah. you give it to somebody, they can't give it right back.
1: Well, in 1v1, they can't anyway, because it says other than the crown's owner.
0: Right, but you could give it to them. Oh, then owner. Okay, sorry. Yeah.
1: yeah, so it's it's not like a jinx card or whatever in 1v1, at least. Okay, all right, hold on, hold on. Ooh. Yeah,
0: because... So you just... It's just a permanent... In 1v1, it's just like, here's the thing... It's just a 5-mana permanent plus 2, plus 0? Oh?
1: Yeah, it's double orchestra Flame. Yeah. For 5-mana. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And to be fair, like, I made that mistake, uh, Joy of Cubing. Like, they made that mistake, too, and I'm not trying to give them trouble. The wording is very weird. Like, I made that mistake, too, when I saw it. I'm just like, ew.
0: This well, it's is- one of those things, too, that you have to... Well, I didn't think you could give it back right away. That's why so I was like, okay, this is okay. And then I was like, oh, owner. Oh, it's actually just 1v1. Just, here you go. Gets get businessed.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, basically. it's like, all right, so here you go. Enjoy your thing. Oh. Right. So, I don't know, it gives it some more play. It's obviously not garbage, but... Oh. Yeah, it certainly changes it, doesn't it?
0: <laughs> that is certainly interesting. Five minutes is a lot, but at least it's broken up over two turns. Yeah. Just, you just cannot cast this at an aggressive mirror. Good lord.
1: Oh, yeah. Or you have to, you you have have to, to wait you have, until five. You have to cast it as a five, right. Yeah. And I do wonder how often... You'll cast it for three, and then do the installment plan where he's like, all right, I'll do it at three next turn. You're getting wrecked. Right. Versus versus I'm casting this for three, and then paying two more, you get wrecked.
0: Right. I mean, but can you imagine this on top of, like, being, like, being, like, you know, hero blade hold <laughs> Yeah. on four, on turn five, this, pass it, attack you. Ah! There was Six the... Million-
1: I forget the name of the card. It was the um Naya, one of the Naya generals in the past precon. Okay. And it was something like that where it was a it was a uh, Darkwood boar stats. Uh-huh. Two two Naya and then 4/4 four, four, and then it had the ability whenever an opponent, you know, whenever blah 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 somebody gets All I remember is that it was essentially whenever your creature attacks, they get +2/+0. Plus plus huh. So I don't know, I thought that was cool. Like I just I th- I want to like this card just because. Oh, I want to like it too. Now I'm kind of I'm kind of digging this. Yeah, because at first I did the same thing too. I was just like, ugh, ah, no, I don't want to play the, the the whatever the hot potato. It's like here you go. It's like all right, sweet. I'm gonna take a bunch of damage now. It's like nope, you can't give that hot potato back. You get nothing. Oh, uh... <laughs> it gives your opponent a mana sink. Where they can do it, but they can't get back to second. Right. They gain control of it. Sweet. I'm gonna give it to myself, in case uh, in case they're playing Citadel of Pain or something. Right. Yeah. But I, don't, yeah. I think I like it as a double anthem. I know you're not super huge on anthems, so that's why. That's why I ask, what do you think?
0: I don't know. This one seems really interesting. I mean, two powers a lot. That's a big bonus.
1: Yeah. Yeah, there's definitely a big difference between one and two. Like between Fortify and glorious. Right. and I like
0: the fact that it's just not five too. Like you can, you know, cast it for three and just accept that. You know, give them a window to blow it up or give them a window to take advantage of you or whatever. I do kind of like that. I kind of like that
1: tension of it. Mm-hmm. Actually, I, I think I've convinced myself to try this. in My cube at first, I was like, yeah, maybe not. But
0: yeah, I, I think you've convinced. I, I think you've convinced me too, and maybe you've convinced myself because. I kind of dig this. I kind of want
1: to try it. I've, I've, I know I made a, some pre-orders. Like, I made I made a couple of cool stuff ink orders. Like, I made one, and then I forgot some stuff. I was like, ah, yeah. no. And then I've been wanting a Brindle Shote for my cube for so long, for my Popper uh. Cube. And then, like, it go, it comes in, you know, how Star City does the um, the notification when something comes in. Uh. I was like, Brindle Shote came in. I'm like, okay, cool. I'll buy it tomorrow. And then it's out of stock. And I'm like, ah, right and then it happened today i was like coming in i'm like i'm not making that same mistake i get myself a i'm gonna give myself a crown of doom yeah so i did get it for buck so right. it's a speculative why not give that a try oh cool. so i don't know I, I do like it as a double anthem so it definitely has some potential and there aren't a lot of aggressive artifacts it feels like uh, there's some, there's good ones and then it kind of drops like you have swords and war gear and then it it, the depth isn't really there, especially for larger cubes. Actually, I, why, how have I not asked Kenny Mayer about this? Hi, goofed. Kenny Mayer
0: loves this card. I can, I can tell you, in the dark. Yeah. In the dark, Kenny Mayer loves this card.
1: That's probably true. I, I would, I would most likely be sure that Kenny Mayer does like this cube, that, this card for cube. So I think that, that, um, uh, so I don't know. Yeah. That's, Seems like I that's some that potential.
0: That about, and I think that about does it too for the, uh, as far as the cards. But yeah, I, th- I think there's some interesting ones. I think there's a few like close to auto includes. I mean, I think uh, Song is. I think Dualcaster Mage is. Um,
1: Flesh Carver.
0: Yeah, I think Flesh Carver is 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 close. I think I like Felden.
1: Yeah, Felden's nice. I, I wouldn't be surprised to see him leave my cube, but yeah, I think he's definitely got he's definitely got some power there. Malicious Affliction, I think, is very good. Hollowed Spirit Keeper seems pretty yeah. good. Oh yeah, Hollowed Spirit Keeper. I can see it lasting a while. So yeah, I kind of dig it. Containment priest, like I'm right now playing Dazal over Sublime Archangel, but you know I could probably just wake up tomorrow and be like, eh, let's put Sublime Archangel back in. I missed Yo Dog. Uh. Or, especially if like a new Good Four in white gets printed that somehow competes with those. Well, Actually, I
2: mean,
0: you 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 have a three that goes very well with it, right? Which one? I mean. Giselle? The the no the spirit keeper
1: oh right which right yeah. well
0: with uh,
1: archangel yeah that's true yeah <laughs> yeah it's like you want to kill my guys well everything's getting huge now right what do you right. think of um small side how do you how do you usually feel cataclysm plays in cube like what kind of decks do you feel play it speaking of fours I might just cut this out in post but who knows
0: I mean close to any white deck I mean most of my white deck you just can't you know like for, it's like uh, what's his name, right? Uh, there's the the six mana one where you get to choose Armageddon or Wrath of God. Uh, oh, yeah, catastrophe. catastrophe, yeah. So it's just like when you're, like, you only cast, like, no one forces you to play bad magic. Yeah. Like, you cast it when you're in a position of power. And, like, I find that the, the like, the, oftentimes, like, the white, for lack of a better term, the white weenie decks, like, you need a disruptive element to be able to, to be able to keep enough momentum. And a card like this is very good. Also, you know, there are times where, you know, your opponent, you're playing against those control deck opponents, and they're just like on the Planeswalker plan, and you're like, well, kill all your Planeswalkers. Like, i want to keep this dude with a bone splitter. Yeah, a sword. And, and this land. Yeah. And uh you lose all your Planeswalkers and uh keep your one land, and we'll see how the rest of this game shakes out.
1: How often do you feel... The, the drawback of your opponent, like, ha- does it ever come to bite you? Like, you're looking at I, it... and I have,
0: I have never cast this card and have someone come back to get me.
1: Have you ever had it in your hand and your opponent had something like big creature and you're just like, Ugh, why me? You know, just uh, like, man, I wish I had another card. Well, obviously, I wish I had a, another card is kind of a loose metric, but... Like has there ever been that feel bad moment where it's like, man, this is a really bad board state for this like do you, yeah, you feel I, mean, it I think that
0: happens with I mean but I think that happens I mean it happens with Armageddon.
1: Mm-hmm. yeah, I mean I'm not saying that it's bad because I of mean, that, but it doesn't I,
0: I've lo- you know winter orb is very good, and I've certainly lost matches where I've cast winter orb
1: mm mm-hmm. I think we talked about that on the last episode too, where it's just like if it, it, the game is slipping, you can kind of feel it too, it's like ah, oh. right
0: like. You Like, your advantage, like, you have an advantage, and you just don't get to press it enough, Mm -hmm. and you can feel the game starting to slip away and starting to lose it, and you're just like, I'm going to lose this game when I had this early pressure plus a way to keep them down because they're just able to, like, put together enough spells in a row or enough cards in a row that, you know, get themselves out of their jam. So, I mean, that can certainly happen with this card, too, like...
1: But it doesn't tend kind of, to happen. Uh,
0: follow-up. But there are certainly games, too, where I'm just like, all right, uh, on turn five or whatever, like, I'm going to cast Cataclysm, keep my guy, like, my Talia, or not my Talia, but, like, keep my dude with my bone splitter or, or whatever it is. Usually it's a cheapo equipment. And play my land for the turn. Either I'm keeping the land I'm keeping or the land I'm playing is a Rashadden port. <laughs> and... <laughs> Nice. And but those, most games of the- aren't, those games aren't too difficult to win from that point out unless they have, you know, a stack of lands in their hands.
1: Yeah, but those kind of games don't happen often where it's just like, oh, no, this this card is not good for no. me right now. It doesn't happen. That's no. what I kind so of the, figured. The
0: biggest problem with Cataclysm was people not understanding what the card did. Oh, yeah, whatever. Because all I had was a Korean one on my cube. Oh. I came up with a spoil one. <laughs> and nice. I was like, what does this card do?
1: Yeah, it's like... Yeah, I was like, oh, no. That's why I've been kind of taking the foreign cards out of my cube or trying to keep the ones that are in kind of basic. Sure. Just because, you know, just new people coming in and be like, what does this card do? And I'm just like, all right, so this is the ability on this card, and this when this happens, you do this and this, and it's like, no, no, it's not. Like, I have a Japanese foil plume veil, and, like, that is Uh three words. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Flash, flying, defender, and that's it. Like, that's pretty basic. It's like, what does this card do? Flash Flying Defender. What are you gonna take? But uh yeah, I was just kinda meaning to ask about that card. Alright, so do you wanna do plugs and things and things and plugs? Yeah, sure. Uh I am
0: Anthony forty two pretty much everywhere. Uh at Anthony forty two on Twitter, Anthony forty two on most discussion boards. I write for LegitMTG.com. Uh hopefully I will stop slacking and being ill here enough to uh, get a the com, a commander set written uh commander set review written uh, however, I know my colleague has done so i 'm sure he 'll tell you about that um, yeah that's that 's about all the plugs I got right now uh oh there's also uh uh third power cast uh, at third power cast is our is the show 's Twitter account um, trying to get that built up a bit and remember to uh talk through that a lot too but you know the more followers we have there, the easier it'll be to uh, Give you guys announcements uh on the show what's going on, and
1: keep you guys up to date, so no, that's true. I did finally install TweetDeck, so I Good. I could probably do that, because i I've just been using the web version this whole time yeah, you should yeah, so never mind it's I actually wrote that on my hand like hey third power cast so I um did did the review of the set for for gathering magic, uh, uh-huh. and you know just talked about the cards and' keeping them kind of lean, and then you know Usman on the rad and Twitter. And I'd rather be cubing.wordpress.com, where occasionally things crop up, but mainly crack-a-packs and whatnot. I guess that's it, right? Yeah,
0: I guess that's about it.
1: Yeah, so one more thing.
0: Oh, all right, there is one more thing.
1: True. Rock over London. Rock on Chicago. Commander,
0: fight wisely, for only one commander will prevail.
1: That's, uh, yeah...
0: Yeah. <laughs> Forged in stone. I mean, pure through time. I mean, sworn to darkness. I mean, <laughs> built from scratch. I mean, guided by nature.
1: Is, nature. is Duretti's one built from scratch? Built from
0: scratch. Duretti scraps of brags that he can build anything out of anything. This planeswalker commander is a master artificer. He sacrifices trinkets to bring back treasures and cobbles together an army of automatons to crush the opposition.
1: What? <laughs> You're gonna see my face? It'd just be like tilting, like a head being like, what? Huh? What? Like a dog?
2: It's like what? Uh,
1: uh? I don't know. The, the head tilt. That yeah, is. So that was uh that's Commander 2014. In yeah. a nutshell. Cool Where's, stuff. Probably worse well, it's better than Mirage. Better than Mirage advertising slogan. We're yeah, back. well, you
0: know, we yeah. Eh, what are you gonna do? It doesn't need an advertising slogan. It's pretty darn cool.
1: Yeah, that set kind of advertises it. itself. It's like Commander twenty fourteen, um, buy it. <laughs>
0: right. That should be the advertising slogan. We put four hundred rares on every deck, buy it.
1: Yeah. That's true. So
0: alright. See you guys next time.
1: Alright. See ya. See ya.